Plot, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, 2016. In a time of conflict, a group of unlikely heroes band together on a mission to steal the plans to the Death Star, the Empire's ultimate weapon of destruction. Voice over off. When you're blind and watching movies, what will you find? A blind superhero whose superpowers are acting like he's not blind. A sighted actor overdramatically touching people's faces. Or maybe the whole joke is that they're bumping in to different places. A spectacular. podcast that looks at new movies and ones from a long long time ago and asks just how far far away are we from a galaxy with good blind representation my name is Scott McLeod I'm Melissa Bucta <laughs> and this is a very exciting episode because we started this podcast at not uh, completely on purpose or not on purpose in the end of February in 2020 and we we're like great we'll do a podcast we're gonna have lots of guests on all the time because you know people could just come to each other's houses and like it's very easy to be around other absolutely. people absolutely I've and- <laughs> done that for a few podcasts myself yeah yeah, yeah. so um then you know COVID. Uh, so now that we are a year and a half into the podcast, we have our first guest. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> Just very exciting. Um, and maybe this will that this will open up the doors for more to come, but it is... Please, please. Yes. Yes. Um, it is a long-time listener of the podcast. <laughs> no. Uh, long-time long listener, first-time caller. <laughs> um, um, but, well, I mean... To me, the biggest credit you have is creating my existence in the world, <laughs> That's true. which is kind That's of true. important to me. So <laughs> It was important to me, too. It took a lot of work. I know, but it's my mom. Um, Ivy Ratafia is your, your uh, stage name, so yeah. I'm using it here. <laughs> nice. <Great>. Thank you. <laughs> I just have a different last name, so yeah, that's it's okay. <laughs> Um, Welcome. We yeah. we're so we are so jazzed and so happy to have you on. Thank I'm so you. excited to be here. Thank you. And um, <laughs> we are especially are excited to have you on because it is uh, this. We are watching Rogue One, a Star Wars story, and mm-hmm. you know a lot about the various Star Wars stories and have uh, you have a good. I've com- seen all of the movies. <laughs> yes, and I have very unpopular opinions about <gasps> Yay! them. So. Good. Yeah, I am. it's good to have three female identifying people to some extent on a podcast about Star Wars and have unpopular opinions about oh, it. Oh, I can't it's wait. Come, come at me, Star internet. Wars bros. I can't wait. I, I love Star Wars, but I love Star Wars if you only count the very first movie, which is not Star Wars 1. They're now calling it Star Wars 4. Right. It was 16. I was 16 years old when it came out. It was, I saw it at just the right age, <laughs> and I saw it 15 times before it left the theater. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, okay, so that movie. why, so 15 times. So what kept bringing you back that's to see question. it over and over again? 
Mark Hamill. Yeah. Okay. Sure. 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 <laughs> a t-shirt with Mark Hamill on nice. it. I had the poster. I had everything. No, it was not like anything we'd ever seen. And even though you watch that movie now, and the special effects look really dopey they were awesome in 1977 they were amazing um we saw a trailer for it with my mom and when r2d2 gets shot and then falls in the trailer my mom said they killed him oh, no. and i thought if a piece of tin falling down elicited that reaction in a trailer that this had to be something amazing i I mean, I think that's more Grammy, though. <laughs> well, that's true. She's <laughs> very sensitive to creatures similar to dogs in any way. Like, small creatures yeah. you can protect okay. dying. Yes, you're right. <laughs> but, but I still love it. It's still... Yes, you. Well, you yes. are in my head when I think of a Star Wars fan. I think of you just because you are the uh-huh. most of a Star Wars fan. <laughs> I know. I um, I had the pleasure of seeing A New Hope in theaters as well. Actually, ooh. I saw it for the re-release in the '90s. I think it was. Uh, I don't exactly remember the year, but but they did do the whole remastered re-release, and they released all three of them uh, at the same time. And my vision teacher took me at the time, actually. Oh, cool. It was a fun outing. Like, I think it was, we were doing orientation mobility, but like the reward was we're going to walk to the theater and see Star Wars. And <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving with my teacher, and my mom is like prepping me for this movie or whatever. And she's like, okay, it's going to be really loud, and there's going to be lots of fighting in space. And if you get scared, you can always leave. <laughs> And then how would you get home? Right, exactly. I'm like, no, no. Uh, luckily, luckily, I didn't get scared and I didn't need to leave. You're I was the blind person wandering the streets being like, Star Wars was too loud for me. <laughs> I was I traumatized. My own way home. Okay, I have to tell you my very, very favorite story of when we saw it. So we saw it like the day it opened because we were really ready for it. Um, and then like a week or two later, we were in Las Vegas with my parents and in the motorhome, and we were watching my brother because we couldn't do anything. My sister and I were 16 and 15. So Ooh. we were in the motorhome watching my, you know, six-year-old brother, seven-year-old, whatever he was. Um, and the radio was on, and they played the theme to Star Wars because that was a big hit. That and also, I, there were several songs from Star Wars that got airplay <laughs> on the radio. so cool. And they were so playing funny. one, and this is on a pop station. And after it was over, the DJ said, so, have you seen Star Wars yet? And I looked and I said, yes. And he said, how many times? And I said, three. And he said, only three. <laughs> and I stared at the radio. <laughs> Truth. I was oh going to have you tell that story because I always think of it. <laughs> it was so I love weird. it. it was so oh my awesome. gosh. So funny. That's like when, so whenever my brother and I watch it, um, A New Hope, especially, and Obi Wan. Uh, is talking about, you know, how, how long, a very, very long time. Uh, and uh, yeah, his line is a very, very long time. And then, uh, but before you're supposed to ask him, like, how long? Because there's this really weird, awkward pause that, like, lasts for minutes. <laughs> so my brother and I are always like, how long? <laughs> it's like when you're in Rocky, when you're like, wait for it. Yeah, yeah. It's a very... Yeah, my, yeah, my brother and I, especially with, with four, five, and six, I mean, we would have... Um, 
just you know or one, one two and three as my mom would no. say <laughs> well, yeah, yeah okay no, yeah yeah see yeah. for me they were one, one two, two and three, three. it's right. very confusing right. i guess you have to say negative three would be what's considered the first movie <laughs> well okay so the the the, the the Negative. first movie, the two. first set of Negative movies, four. the first trilogy. But yeah, we, yeah. you know, every, at least once a year or something, him and I would stay up all night and watch all three of them. And usually my mom would find us conked out um, at the end of Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Just we didn't make it, but... <laughs> Uh, but well, yeah, <laughs> if actually it's funny because if this was if it was negative three, then zero would be Rogue One, which would be just very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rogue One is Rogue One is like the War Doctor. Rogue One is like point five kind yeah. kind of. I mean, yeah, so Rogue okay, so as someone place... who has seen the has famously seen the Christmas special <laughs> twice God. and no other Star Wars, <laughs> that is ridiculous. Are you sure? I'm sure. No, I think as a child as I a saw child. one of the prequels. And was and it, but it was like the second one, and I had no idea what was going on. And well, the every time were I terrible, nobody right. had any idea no, what was going on. Awful. Right, right. No. So when <laughs> I no, tell so people, I'm like, yeah, Star Wars is weird. It's like everyone's. It's very 90s, and it makes no sense. Or it's a Christmas special. <laughs> the Christmas special is mostly so like a, oh, <laughs> like Ewoks. I remember my mom <laughs> kind of sort of dragging me to see Revenge of the Sith because I was just after the the second uh, the Clone Wars broke me. Essentially, <laughs> it it is so boring. <laughs> I didn't realize that it was literally called the Clone Wars in the, the episode two. Because in yeah. this movie, it's like remember the Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. <laughs> no, they talk about the Clone Wars all the time, yes. which is why they went and made that movie. I mm-hmm. see. Okay, mm-hmm. but the for me, I saw the first one fifteen times. I saw the second one three times in the mm-hmm. theater, and I saw the third one once, and then I saw every other movie once. I actually, except for the newer, newer ones, because I like those better. I like, mm-hmm. you know, without Mark Hamill or, uh, um, why am I? S- Carrie Fisher or no? Harrison, Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Okay. I don't know why his name. I'm old, so the names okay. just go away. Yeah, no, but without the three stupid. of them, it's really hard for me to enjoy a Star Wars movie. Clearly, I, I get that. Even if I it's understand. a Star Wars story. No, the Star Wars story was lots of fun. I actually. How many know, times did you see this in the theaters? This one once. In same the same Rogue here. One. Rogue One. Yeah. Rogue One. Yes, because I, I don't know. Are we allowed to spoil things? Yeah. Oh, we always spoil. We, things uh, on yes. This uh, hello. Obviously, we will be spoiling Rogue One. So if you haven't seen it, um, stop listening and go watch it because it's. I I think it's pretty good. It's a but fun movie. It's but fun. Yeah. No, everybody dies at the end, mm-hmm. and I just if everybody dies at the end, I don't tend to go back and see it again. Because you're like, well, yeah. they're dead, so what's the point? Right, right. I, and I think, yeah, I think that's one of the roadblocks that kept me from rewatching this one uh, as many times as I rewatched the other ones. Because I actually saw, I saw this in the theaters too, and I quite enjoyed myself until you hit that ending. And right, it's like, exactly. I, yeah. I loved, I really fell in love, especially rewatching it again. I remembered, I'm like, wow, I really love all these characters. I love them. Yeah. And then they just one by one are slaughtered or just killed it's yeah. just horrible yep. yeah yep. it's true that it is a lot of very likable characters so it is kind of a depressing thing to rewatch in a bigger cinematic universe because you're like they could have like it's not like a one-off movie where you're like oh well that was the whole story so it just kind of stays there but it's like you could have had these characters come back in other movies theoretically i guess sure it's, it's yeah. right before the three movies that already existed they would have to be much old like when does the you will see that's the thing it takes to take place this movie takes place 
right before the original trilogy, which is now the second trilogy, but is really the original trilogy, <laughs> took place. Because it right. sets up what happens in mm-hmm. A New Hope, which mm-hmm. was just called Star Wars back in the day. Right, right. It, you're, you're basically you're basically learning why and answering the the burning question of like how how and why the Death Star was so easy to destroy if you just hit right. that one point. Yeah, and right. I'm I don't mind that I know that reason like I, when I when I watched the original trilogy for the first time I wasn't dying to know oh well why is that though why if you hit this one little tiny point the whole thing just you know, goes goes well, up in flames okay you have to know that in 1977 there was a lot of people talking about yeah, how silly I'm that sure. was <laughs> but they build this huge thing and they have all this and there's just coming from that you can just hit yeah coming from not knowing that i was like if that is canon like right. then okay, yes it is, it is very how did people wait three decades for that to be answered because how could you possibly like that was i mean that makes perfect well, the sense thing about star wars is that. a lot of it doesn't make any sense no First of all, when George Lucas wrote Star Wars, um, I think, you know, there was like a dream of writing the other two, Mm. but it's very clear that Luke and Leia were not intended to be siblings in the first movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Because there's like weird sexual tension. Mm. They are the couple in the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Han Solo is just there to add tension. And then as the movie goes, they, they, I guess people liked Harrison Ford better than they liked Mark Hamill. I don't know why. <laughs> but um, because of that, they kind of veered the relationship in a different direction. But there's a lot wrong with all of the movies. <laughs> there's a lot that doesn't make sense if you actually think about, think about it. it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So that's, but then they, but then I guess it is kind of funny to answer the one question that, that is. It's burning question. Yeah, why? Why and, did they? And to be honest, I I'm okay with this answer. Yeah. I truly, I truly am. And now we get to like it's just more lore on top of lore on top of lore. But this is they cool don't need lore. to die though. Yeah. Well, no. Well, okay. Look. So okay. We, before we started recording, we were kind of talking about this too. And and I from us from a writing standpoint, from a story standpoint, I think that's a really bold choice to just kill everybody I, it, it seems convenient to me because then you don't have to deal but, with these characters ever again yeah exactly mm. because these characters don't appear in the next three movies which take place concurrently with it to say well the reason they don't is because they they're all, all dead right? and i think there's a reference to you know lots of people died getting us this information so therefore <laughs> See, here's lots a lot of people yeah, here they are here they yeah are. yeah and actually just so happens one of those people that Hell, is, is, blind. is blind, which is the whole reason why we're talking about Rogue One. And I, I look, and I knew going in that you know our uh, uh, our blind character is not uh, the main character of the story. He is one of the of the rogues, one of the crew. But actually, I was pleasantly surprised seeing. Oh yeah, he he got a lot of stuff to do, which was uh, which was nice. <laughs> so I read an interview with him mm-hmm. where they were talking, and actually, him being blind was his idea. 
Oh, that's oh, so cool. That's sweet. I just thought, wouldn't it be cool if I had all these cool oh. lines, but that I was also blind? Yes. Oh. And it was completely his idea. Wait, and he's the sighted actor, though, He right? is completely sighted mm-hmm. actor. He just thought it would be fun for the character. Uh, Donnie, they, Donnie Yen, for the record. is. And who, they spent a lot of time talking with the director and discussing the character and what he wanted to do with the character. He was supposed to make a different movie, and he uh, almost said no to this, but then... Uh, his kids were like, no, do Star Wars. You can't not do Star Wars. Yeah. So he did That's the Star so Wars cool. movie, but it was his idea. And the context that he wears made everything really blurry. I'm so he sure. could barely see so, when yeah. he had them on anyway. Yeah, because yeah. he has a pretty decent performance. I for, thought so. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, on this podcast, we come down hard on the blind people <laughs> should get blind poles. But I, I yes. do kind of like that, like... Because the representation of a blind person is not that bad in this movie. And right. so to have the, it be the actor's idea is kind of sweet, even if it is a sighted actor, because <laughs> well, it, is, it, they, it still works as a blind character. And <laughs> even, though, even though it is a bit of a stereotype of like the, the Eastern That's warrior true. monk, yeah. in this yes. universe it works. Like he's, he's a force user. Everyone's he's... a weird stereotype of something. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> what, I, what makes me so happy about all this new Star Wars content that we're being inundated with is there are people of color in this universe. There are disabled people in this universe. There are LGBTQ there are people disabled in this universe. people of color. In this. Uh, well, yeah, you know, yes. <laughs> but if you take if you take just the original trilogy, it's very except white. for Lando, it's yeah, very it's white. Very white. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. that's why Lando was brought in. I mean, I always assumed you had to have a token black guy mm-hmm. in it eventually. Mm-hmm. I love Lando. So Lando, no, no, no hate but for Lando. Token Lando's great. Was, I, mean, I loved the movie, the Han Solo movie. It, yes, it was so good. I love that movie. I, I, I love feel, both of them. Yes, I feel like we're kind of the few outliers because Solo was. There's I a lot of people it. who hate Solo, and I'm like, you know, it's really I, not I, that bad. Going into it, it was two actors that I adore mm-hmm. playing the two lead roles. There you so go. There was yeah. no way I wasn't going to like it. They but. they brought a bunch of Solo props and costumes to Rose City in 2019, and I just stood there looking at Lando's costume, and I'm like, Childish Gambino had that on his body. <laughs> Oh my god. Anyway. <laughs> His costume's so amazing much. though. Um uh, so is he. Yes. Yeah. Those <laughs> I know all about this stuff. <laughs> Have you not even seen Solo? No, why would I have seen Solo if I've not seen any of the Star Wars movies? Okay, yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I loved Solo. Mm-hmm. I like Rogue One and Solo, both, like, single, very weird. Yes. This is one thing. Yeah, yeah. It's one well, thing. And they were like, felt... after all these Clone Wars, people don't like. <laughs> well, and I felt a little bad for you because Rogue One doesn't start with the traditional crawl either that all the others start with. And that's just, like, you want to get amped for something? Like, Mm, I was like surprised by that too. Yeah. It's, it's almost it's like it's a Star Wars story, right? It's right. but it's weird because they say a long, long time ago, but it literally looks like if you just were like, okay, we you're in Final Cut and you're just gonna write like, okay, we have to say a long, long time ago, and then you just forget to do anything else but like just write it on a title card with like the and default the font just starts, yeah, yeah, and then you're like, and then it's a movie, and I'm like, what? Where's the where's it sliding? Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it is. I mean, I do, I have lived in this uh, country in the 90s, Austin-teens, so that has given me a lot of just just overall Star Wars 
yeah. info, but mm-hmm. nothing, not necessarily in any coherent, I you know. clearly have failed as a parent. <laughs> I know, I know, you feel so bad about this. I think it's I mean, part of my teenage rebellion, yeah, or I like, so. adult my, rebellion. One of, one of my young cousins got introduced to Star Wars very early, like, in his, I think he was four or five, and, you know, his mother was so worried he's going to be... Darth Vader is going to like terrify him or whatever. And the exact opposite. He just wants to become Darth Vader. He just wants to be a Sith now. So when when Thanksgiving rolled around and all the kids were doing their little, you know, I'm thankful for blah, blah, blah projects or whatever. He's like, I'm thankful for mommy and daddy and Darth Vader. (laughs) And it's it's like framed. I think it's still hanging on the wall. He's like in his teens now. (laughs) So funny. Wonderful. <laughs> I like how that we got to see Darth Vader in this movie for two two minutes. Yeah, not he, just enough it's time an to get our cords, two minutes. Just to get enough, like it was just the main chords, yeah. and then it was like, okay, next scene. And then you got to see Peter Cushing back from the dead which, too, which was oh, very eerie. So eerie, oh, especially man. the first time. And then you get to see Leah. Uh, young again too, okay, so, which was also weird. Wait, and so weird. you were saying that he the the um he is the dad of uh who who is the guy that they did the the first guy that that's not Leah that they did the um, wait wait Peter, the, the Peter CGI Cushing? yeah what what who which character does he play you oh said Tarkin to me, he Tarkin. plays Grand Moff Grand Tarkin. Moff Tarkin. Yeah. Who is the... Um, He's the bad guy. Bad He's guy. one yeah. of the okay. big bad okay. yeah, He's one of the big baddies. Because you said it to me and you pointed to the screen and I looked blind. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, okay, mom. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know, I just, I feel, I really felt for... Um, I always want to call him Cardinal, but that's not his name. The 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 villain that we get in this movie too. Oh uh, yeah, he. I really feel for him because he had to do all of these scenes with nobody. <laughs> and I I think he pulls it off pretty well. There, well. there was an actor playing Tarkin, um, mm. but clearly CGI um, over because that was so very you know Peter Cushing and not right. Yeah, that's so creepy. It is very creepy. No, that was the one of the first places I think they did that. Mm-hmm. So when we all saw it, it was freaking us out type crazy. And when Leah turns around and you have young Leah, it it's just it's freaks so you out. It weird. is creepy. Yeah. Because yeah, I knew, like... Leah well enough to be like no. <laughs> well and it, they spent all their time on, on Moff Tarkin and I know you only see you only get Leia for that one last scene but she looks like she stepped out of one of the video games and I'm like <laughs> yes. yikes like y'all couldn't have just creepy? not shown her face know, or you know or had a well, double well we gotta or... find the most weird out of the box like special effects that will look so dated within like 10 years of making like every single time they have to find different ways to make it look dated in the future um, um, so they can always have that feeling of like just a uh, very recent time ago where we did not know how to do special effects. But. In um, uh, uh, Mandalorian, they do that with um, Luke. They have a young yep. Luke. Is it better now? Is yeah. it so creepy? It's better. It's, but it's better, but it's not. It's weird. Well, it's, weird. it's just always weird. It's yeah, the uncanny think... valley. We'll never, yeah. we'll never get across it. <laughs> well, I think was the original one was like Tupac. I guess I was there. Oh, the, two, the there. Tupac yeah. hologram. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was there. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. That's a good fun fact. Say, say, yeah. put that in your back pocket. <laughs> yeah, there's some random things I was there for. Good. Uh, yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah, there. That is such a creepy. It's funny because Bojack did that whole thing. Like I was thinking of the Bojack animated. 
No, they, but they, they get have away it. with it. There's an entire subplot. <laughs> no, so they have an entire subplot where they're like, we don't need you to act anymore because if you like have a a mental breakdown or something, we just have your face like right. d- like digital well, ties so we can make you in the movie that he winds up and that's, in the movie. And that's that's all commenting on what is actually happening right now. Right, which... but it was like slightly before I think that subplot was to the point where I thought it was really funny when this stuff was coming out about Star Wars, where I was like, oh, Bojack did that a few years ago. <laughs> like, uh, it's, they, they're they good at, like, just very slightly predicting um, what was on the horizon or, like, getting, yeah, I don't know. Bojack's a great show. But, yeah, that's what I think of every time I think of all the weird Star Wars things. I don't know. I wonder if this will be done again, because it is kind of creepy, so... Well, it, in other franchises, it, it already it, it, yes. The answer to your question is yes. Oh, no. It's it is it's still being done. I mean, uh, Tron Legacy, which I can't remember, if, but if Tron that came is before. already so weird. Right? Wait, is that the the newer Tron? the newer one? Wait, yes. How many? It's the second. It's the remake. Yes, and yeah. it's in, that it's was a while a ago. Remake? No it's a sequel. No, you're right. It is a sequel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because it's all about you know his dad is there. It's it's the right. son looking for his dad who disappeared into Tron and right. hasn't been seen since. But there's a full there's a full yes this the soundtrack to, to <laughs> Tron Legacy kicks ass. Um, yes, but there but Jeff Bridges, young Jeff Bridges, he's a full CGI character. Yeah. It, it's every time you see somebody that you know is older. And you see mm-hmm. them young, well, yeah. it freaks yep. you out. Yep. Even if it's done perfectly, yep. because yeah, you, know, you know them, it's like, oh look, Judy Garland back from the dead. Sure. It's going to freak you out, yes. even if it's really uh, well done. Samuel Jackson and Captain Marvel looked great. Like they they de-aged him, and but you, but again, was, they should he's get old. You, they should right. cast up and coming actors to get to play younger. I mean, I guess the problem is if you have this content, you can go back to it's obviously. Whereas, like in a movie, it's like you don't have another version of someone as a teenager, so you could just cast a different actor to be a teenager, and that's like a movie convention. Then you have them grown up, so you have t- multiple actors. But I guess if they've already been in a movie at the right age, then well, you can't do of, that as easily. One of my favorite <laughs> yeah. stories about this kind of thing is. Uh, in Looper, I love Looper. It's one of my favorite time travel movies. Bruce Willis and uh, and um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah, um, I Joseph that Gordon-Levitt. Thing. Yeah, plays the younger Bruce Willis, and the reason why poor Joseph Gordon-Levitt had to wear all the prosthetics and everything, which he doesn't look too bad, uh, was because Bruce Willis is just like, I'm not putting any of that shit on my face. <laughs> <laughs> so so poor. Because like he's not, because they're like, well, you could, we could do something to make you look a little bit more like Joseph, or to make Joseph look a little bit more like you. Like we'll split the difference, and he's just like, nope. no. That's so funny. <laughs> what a diva! I, he's such a diva. But that movie's great. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I mean, okay, so this movie is a blind character. <laughs> I, know, I I knew this, you know, I knew this would be Tangent City, and I'm not, I'm not yeah, mad about yeah, it, it's, honestly. It's, it's definitely, when you think of the Star Wars franchise as a whole and talk about it, you're not like, we gotta talk about that blind character, this <laughs> minor which, character. Which sucks, because but Donnie Yen such a cool was character. very popular. So after the movie came out, according to this interview, he was, he why I was didn't do research. I mean, yeah, <laughs> he was one of the people that everybody loved. He was like everybody's favorite character from the movie. Yeah, because he's he very likable awesome character. character. He is, yeah. is awesome character. Well, and just from doing this podcast and all of the terrible like representations of blindness we watched, <laughs> I was like, yeah, kicking ass. I like how he because he has his like 
his basically sight guide aide, but it's like a yes. sight guide aide who like fucking destroys <laughs> every like it just blasts everyone. Just I'm I'm in. here for base. Base is awesome. <laughs> I love that. I love that that he's like a decent fighter, but I just love that he also got the assistance of another person, like a blind person. It's like it's very it, it made me really happy because I feel like that's a common relationship that a blind person has with a sighted person. Yeah, and yeah. like and to see it as from a very ridiculous setting and that it's such a ridiculous thing that he's like he's destroying everything in his wake but then you but they're both so capable and they have such a great relationship with each other I mean I really like that I, I haven't seen anything like that right yet. right I really wished um it, it could have gone just a quite a step further I know we weren't quite there Disney may never get there but these dudes are in a relationship. Convince me that they're not. Yeah, yeah. They I are. Is this the new? This is the new Yes. And then he got. Killed and then because everybody had to die. <laughs> I know, but then he. But he's the next one to go. So yeah. Sad. And I'm just like, oh god. Yeah, they definitely. They're yeah. in a, like, like they're in a relationship. They're it's just, sweet. They're like it's a, so they're nice. So sweet. It's yeah. very Adorable. sweet. They're yeah. I I he was. They're both so like protective of each other they were both like very capable yeah i it, 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 i thought it was really sweet <laughs> yes well, um, and i mean the, the when, when when we meet Jared, you know his his first scene with with the stormtroopers and everything it's just so it's so dope that's that's the only way i can describe it it's amazing i mean also because donnie ends a martial arts master so you yeah, get to see say, yeah, yeah he knows yeah. martial arts right so like i'm sure him and the director were just like okay yeah you're gonna do this did thing he like and... learn blind judo like our other guys <laughs> that i don't know conrad <laughs> is obsessed with blind judo he keeps telling me about it and like google's what is like available in portland and he was like oh there was a blind judo event in september of 2017 where the like the blind athletes of the Northwest or whatever teamed up with Portland Judo. Um, I was like, okay. Oh my god. I mean, not gonna lie, I I would love to cosplay as as Jared. I think that would be oh, super yeah. cool. And they even integrated. You know, we're we're always like, woe is me. This character doesn't have a cane. Like they even gave him a cane, a cane and made it work. I loved and that. I love that so much. He had a battle cane for God's sake. Yeah, and I like the fact that he knew where people were. He was able to mm-hmm. fight. But yet, when he had to go get the switch, he had to look, to look around, around for yeah. it yes. with his hands. He didn't know instantly where it was, which would have just been a little bit too far. So Right, right. right. I loved that, yeah, and that he really, you, you didn't, there wasn't a moment of, like, too much of a magical blind person <laughs> right. and moment. Isn't, isn't that interesting? Because he came on screen and instantly I was like, oh, great, we're going to have, a, I know we're going to have another super crypt discussion. And... I don't think we necessarily have to have that. Like he seemed a- disabled in the world of Star Wars because right. everyone is such a like adequate, very precise fighter that you're not having like, oh, look at this disabled person who's magically so good at everything. Right. But like, really, he just felt like this is what a disabled person could be in this universe. And his fighting, like his <laughs> fighting style, made sense because he's living in Jeddah. He he probably studied at the at under or at the Jedi Temple you know, before all of that collapsed. And so that's where he could have gained his his fighting prowess. Blind like, Jedi. Just, blind Jedi. It just makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so, okay, so when he chants... He um, is not a Jedi. 
No, he is no. not a Jedi. He but he just chants bl- the Force thing, right? He chants the Force thing because he believes it. Now, clearly, he does have some connection to the Force mm-hmm. because he was able to walk through all of that without getting it was hit. Very book right. of so Eli, therefore, yeah, yes, yeah. But but he is not a Jedi. Um, but he was the guard um, of something that wasn't there anymore because they said that at the beginning. Uh-huh. They set right. that up, but I don't. Well, because he was the. They said the two he, of them were the guarding stones. Mm. I remember that's how they set him up as being like some sort of thing relating to the. Which I did, I guess, give the lightsabers power, but that seemed right, like it wasn't right, really right. dealt oh, with in the right, movie no, that yeah. much. It right, was the stones, the, the, the kyber crystals, right. the kyber crystals. Mm-hmm. Which but is they that, were all gone. Yes, is so, that important later on or so, in, the, okay. in the prequels or <laughs> oh, something? Okay, so kyber crystals, like you said, are how basically how the Jedi power their lightsabers essentially and. <clears throat> the the Empire is looking for the kyber crystals because that's what makes the Death Star work. But the Empire has been like going over the ga- going all over the galaxy and murdering Jedi and destroying their temples and trying to get as many and as uh, uh, their hands on as much uh, ugh, I can't talk as much kyber crystals as they can. Right. Uh, so be- because you can like you have a Jedi and you have a Sith and depending on who gets the kyber crystals you can. Um, taint the kyber crystals basically and turn them evil or turn them to the dark side interesting it's kind of like how they also have the robot that's on the oh i love k2so K2SO. what's really funny is i was trying to remember when we first see him we know that he is an assassin bot i mean i looked at him sure. and i'm like he's an assassin bot yep um so it must have been in another movie that they established that he was an assassin bot and expected everybody to know that because he well, was a converted about... assassin. Yeah, they talk mm-hmm. about him being converted, but I remember something somewhere where they converted one. But I don't remember I mean, where. that that happened in The Mandalorian yeah, with, with IG-88. Like, that's how he became a nurse right. droid, basically. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Because I don't remember if there's... I didn't find it confusing, and I've never seen other Star Wars Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember K2SO anywhere, anywhere else except else? for here. Okay, yeah. I wasn't sure. I, yeah... You know, it could uh, just be that I saw the movie before, and that's why. <laughs> well, also, I have to mention, voiced by the amazing Alan Dunyuk. I, keep, yes. I kept being like, uh, he, every time when he's a space show, I'm like, you're going to get fucking stabbed <laughs> any moment now. Don't let him drive. <laughs> <laughs> really stressed me out, to be perfectly honest. I mean, he go, you know, we can, t- we can take solace in the fact that he goes out like a boss, but still. Yeah, he does. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's very yeah. intentional, at least. Um, and like, to be a hero. Die. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, it is, it's definitely, gosh, this, there's a lot of things. Well, first of all, not having any Star Wars knowledge, um, I, there's definitely some things that I was trying to understand (laughs) would be more, (laughs) um, but I don't know, but I, maybe there's some things that were easier for me because I was just taking the movie. This movie, this movie goes fast. That's one of the, also one of the things that I noticed on rewatch, especially in the first, um, half an hour, 45 minutes, they have to establish so much. We are planet hopping go- and yeah. everything and is happening. And it's two hours and 14 minutes right, long. Right, right. So it's still And it's just long, like picking up long. and picking up. And I'm, I'm sitting there, I was thinking there, um, sitting there thinking, oh my God, Sky's going to hate this. <laughs> there's, there's so much happening. Well, what was really well f- but the audio description is pretty good. Yeah, what was really funny mm-hmm. is Sky had me watch it with the audio descriptions. Yeah. And because of that, I was far more aware at how much planet hopping we were doing. Mm-hmm. I think when it just goes there, 
you just internalize it. But when they're saying, and now we're here, and now we're here, it becomes more concrete and you're much more aware of it. Right. Well, that's like, yeah, I mean, we were talking about, uh, at one point we were talking about The Mandalorian, how <laughs> Conrad would, um, without me, was watching it and just kept the audio descriptions on because it was easier to understand what was going on because they gave all the details. And so I think that, like, that is kind of a cool... I, additional I'm, thing I gotta just I, I gotta give props to Disney Plus the audio description on any Star Wars material is immaculate yeah it was it is really I bet amazing. they hired some people to really like go through and do the audio descriptions well and like because it's also it's interesting you need to have knowledge of the Star Wars universe and a lot of the so I bet they probably have the same people working on all the movies so you could kind of like get a knowledge base around all of the different things to describe and then you can put more work in it but I I really wish they did that with more stuff and they got like even things that are specific to like cultures that are not Star Wars cultures but actual <laughs> cultures in the real world like like getting audio description that's also culturally specific too because sometimes I'll like watch stuff where I'm like oh I wish they like knew more about different cultures <laughs> it was very in the clear description. that whoever yes. wrote the description really knew the universe I mean yeah. they, they were picking up things that were just really there are things I hadn't noticed that Mm -hmm. they were noticing and yeah no I think this is an official like first of all it's really great to think about how audio descriptions can be because I'm a big proponent of like we should just keep the audio descriptions in all the movies (laughs) in the theater we shouldn't have to like miss the first 10 minutes because we're waiting for like someone some person who's been working there for three years and still has never had to give a blind person the audio description so they're giving you the wrong thing and then we miss half like you know 15 minutes of the movie just be on the screen the whole time we should just have audio descriptions baked into everything yeah people want that for uh subtitles too yes so they're they're kind of (laughs) i mean i am down for that if we also do audio descriptions as someone with only peripheral vision they're extremely distracting um, i find them very distracting yeah i don't i honestly don't much like them either because then i'm trying to read them right yeah yeah i can't yes exactly and then you just you're such a headache Mm. and she watches everything with them and I have to sit there trying really hard not to look at the bottom of the screen yep. because they give away what's going to happen next half the time and or they're wrong or, you know, or it's different and it just well sometimes on your descriptions will do a similar thing of like being and I don't think it necessarily yeah. in this movie but sometimes I've definitely watched a decent amount of stuff where there's just a long time of silence and most of the silence not really to things happening but near the end of the silence more important things happen so they use that silence to like give a lot of information and so sometimes you do actually know yeah there was one or two times where they described something that hadn't quite happened okay yeah, yeah. it's a, a pretty bit, common a thing that happens yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, description. and I think with all the Star Wars movies this it's definitely something I would want to watch once or twice with the AD and then the third fourth time around maybe not because I'm I love sound I love music and these just meticulous sound effects meticulous music I mean everything is just so amazing and constructed like I want to hear it you know yeah it's a difficult balance I think like making the mix so that you can still understand what people are saying but still getting the rich sound effects can be definitely a challenge Mm -hmm. When I saw the very, very first Star Wars movie the first time, um, it wasn't until the third time watching it that I noticed the music. Oh, and wow. My husband, he it wasn't until the second time he saw it that he noticed the music because the story oh. was so intense mm-hmm. that you just 
you were paying attention to it. And then, like I said, all of the music became I was going to say, yeah. Hits. Yes. <laughs> so you started recognizing it just from that. And, and you now got to watching a point this, where you recognized uh... everybody's theme. And mm-hmm. in this movie, you could hear some of it come back, like, oh, Darth Vader's walking well, exactly. in. Well, exactly. That's Darth what Vader's I was saying before. And, Darth yeah. Vader yeah. was just like there for his chords well, and then left. <laughs> and that seems to be the only well, purpose look, of it being there. I think, I think Michael Giacchino, who scored this film, I think he did a really great job of making the music his own, but also including, because you have to at this point. You have you to. You have to. You, there, but there are um, leitmotifs and threads of John Williams' music woven in to the movie, and I think it works. I also, I'm kind of a simp for Michael Chiacchino anyway, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There. He's a musician. Star Wars also is a movie that wears how much money it must have cost on its like right front and center. I feel like the the amount of like for me just watching it, I was just thinking about just all the money that every like the like the sets, the special effects effect that they brought people back from the dead that got us money. Like it's just so much. Like it is pretty. It, it's pretty amazing how much money it goes well, into. And- I guess because of characters like Ahsoka Tano in uh, the Clone Wars in the in the animated series, which is fantabulous, by the way. Uh, there's there's a lot of it, but it's real good. Um, but uh, Ahsoka Tano, uh, Padme Amidala, Leia. I mean, now we can have characters like Jen or so, like Rey, like Rose, like all of these amazing, uh, kick-ass ladies, and you can center a story around around a girl. Yeah, yeah. People I mean, were upset when um, Ray was the main character, yeah. and I was just appalled at our human race. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of that going around. It's kind of a bummer that like just cis females were so like we're that far behind. That that's, well, no, that's all no, we can no. Handle. It's the people who are watching Disney Plus, and you know, uh, there's certain sector of people. It's, no, no, I'm just saying that, like, just, like, that you, it is a big swing to have a, like, cis female, like, some white characters? I don't know. I, I don't know what all of the... Well, you know, well, they were, they have an Asian girl. They do Rose. have a... Rose. Rose. She's phenomenal. She's amazing. And she got so much flack. People mm-hmm. were so pissed off that she was in the movies. Yeah. And yeah. she's one of my favorite characters Rose in the great. entire it's series. It's just such a bummer because it's like, it seems exhausting to get... Well, but, but then you watch, you watch the, um, the Rise of Skywalker, which I hate. I do, did not like the rise the, the rise of skywalker i would i won't even say unpopular opinion here's an unpopular opinion <laughs> the last jedi kicks ass i love that movie i love everything about that movie uh, and rose is one of the things i love about that movie and you're and you're right and she had to endure so much unnecessary hate because not you know not all fans but there is that unfortunately that leftover toxic part of the star wars fandom i mean there's you know there could be any to- toxic people in any fandom but just the, the fact that you know she just doesn't she doesn't want to associate with with Star Wars anymore. Oh, really? I mean, it just that is so sad. I mean, I well, I can't I can't confirm or deny that, but okay. but yeah, that's very sad because I adore her. Yeah, and then and then the last uh, and then Rise of Skywalker comes out and she has one scene, and then the movie just goes without her. And I'm I was so angry. I was so upset. Yeah, it just feels exhausting how hard it is to fight for the representation where you're like, shouldn't we be past 
this by now. Like, it just, I don't know. It just, it feels, it's hard. I've, I've, I've spent this whole podcast being very down on representation. So, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to. Well, that's, some. That's, yeah. that's another thing that was really cool about Rogue One. You have, like, uh, you have Diego Luna, you have Riz Ahmed, um, Felicity Jones, uh, Forrest Whitaker. I mean, this is a this is a stacked cast. Yeah, of all kinds of different people. Yeah, it's a. I mean, it definitely made me be like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like the performances and the characters. Definitely, I was like, oh, I feel engaged by this. this is somebody who doesn't know any of the Star Wars yeah. characters. Um, That's the sign of a good movie. You know nothing about Star Wars except for the holiday special. Right. So, so, so ridiculous. No, yeah. these characters yeah. you don't know anything about. Other well, that's movie, yeah. So. It, it is a starting place. But it is kind of sad because I did like them. And, and then they're all dead. Right. Yeah. 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 You'd, like, you'd like to see them go on more missions. They work together. They work really well together. Yeah, they as a were team. a very good team. I was like expecting someone in the team to be like, Rob, you're going to sabotage the whole thing. And I was like, oh, it's so not. I like, I like team. <laughs> I like movies that center around a team of people working together. It's found family. Well, then you'd love mm-hmm. the original like the Star Wars because yes. that's what yes. the original Star Wars oh. is all about. Okay. So, so <laughs> you've seen Rogue One now. So yes. does this give you any. Uh, any cause, any want to go on and maybe watch just at least the first trilogy? Um, maybe. Uh, I mean, it would definitely be interesting. There's such big cultural phenomenon kind of like touchstones that I just don't, I don't have any like knowledge to give. But then I also sometimes feel like I've seen a bunch of Marvel movies, but I feel like I don't. I feel equally unequipped to talk about it in conversation as what well. like it does sometimes feel like with the bigger franchises that you just never get to a point where you could actually talk to fanboys unless you like truly care very deeply in a way that I like never can muster the energy to care that deeply about. I just I don't I don't like things that there's just so much content to know about. This but one- <laughs> I would be interested to see like the movies in I, I, I've also wanted to see the movies in order because I think it would be fascinating in, in like movie timeline order. Right. Not not the machete order, but in actual order of release. Yeah. Now no, I, no. The other way around. No, I would no, like to see oh, it the machete in order. order. Of, yeah. Um, okay. But now, where would Solo come in? Because I'm not yeah. sure where that It doesn't that have be a in time. between the f- um, trilogy, the, the second trilogy, which is now the first trilogy, and the second tri- I mean, it's definitely before... 77. Right. Before New Hope. Right. It takes place. I, but I, in my head, and I could be totally wrong, in my head it goes, Revenge, it could go, Revenge of the Sith, Solo, Rogue One, A New Hope. There's definitely a Wikipedia article that will just tell you, so yep. I'm not yes, too worried about this part of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but I just think, you know, who gets the opportunity to be an adult and have never seen Star Wars and then see them all in the you weirdest order? You are a order. rare breed. <laughs> yeah. And I guess the Christmas special, I don't really know where that goes <laughs> in chronologically. It goes in the garbage. It goes in the garbage. It goes away to die. It goes... It, that got retconned instantly. Got, that was not one of the ones so, that, like... So this <laughs> thing... It was such a before it came out. So this thing was so bad that George <laughs> that George Lucas went around the country like looking for every single copy of this thing he could yeah, find yeah. so that he could take them all and destroy them. It That's was why so bad. I remember <laughs> it was the first time I saw it was a UU um like 
why are you you which is the um like kind of teenagers in the you church we like uh, one of our counselors had like the um a vhs recording that i think was ripped onto a dvd but like oh. had all the commercials and everything oh, in it wow. it was one of the few copies that was like circulating around and like we all got together because we could watch it all together so it was very fun <laughs> i didn't see it until youtube because someone yeah because then it was on youtube and I, right. then i made them see it because i <laughs> no one in the family person. has seen it but me. and then winter made us watch it again this past year oh yes. no <laughs> winter like, I think my parents are just like, how do we produce two of these? It's so true. Because Richard and I both love so deeply to watch bad things. (laughs) I mean, it like, look, I get the appeal. I understand. It is glorious in its terribleness. It is just pretty amazing. The thing that I find really amusing is you guys are watching it and you see this horrible thing. I'm watching this and I see a whole lot of actors that I know from that time (laughs) period. So I I know who all these people are. I watched it with you and you kept telling us who people were so I know that. Right, you know, so I know what they've done Mm -hmm. and what kind of humor this is and where this comes from and I can sit there and go, oh my god. (laughs) I adore um, B. Arthur's Cantina song because it's just so, so totally just the whole so thing good. just and so she can have this weird ass number. Oh, I love, love it. it so I love much. it so much. I mean, nothing in it makes any sense or feels in any Grandpa way. Grandpa watching the sex video. The sex. Oh <laughs> my god. I just the fact that that's so even good. in there. Love it so much. Who is this for? Like I always <laughs> exactly. ask myself, who is this for? Because this is for. It, it was it's, trying to be for everyone and in the end became for no one. <laughs> and oh, I love the ending when when they're all singing the Life Day song because it pans yes. over to like Carrie Fisher and Mark Hamill and they just do not want to be there and you can yep. tell it's just oozing out of every pore in their body. <laughs> Don't celebrate Life Day. Except for I think it comes every hundred years or some weird thing. So no, what I'm wondering is like they have the Star Wars lands at, at the Disney parks now, right? So Christmas rolls around, right? <gasps> yeah, Do they celebrate they Life Day? Day? Oh, I'm oh. sure they don't. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. I I think I believe in the Star Wars canon universe. It's only the Christmas special. <laughs> So this is all part of the alternate universe of kind of like a one-off of like, a, you know, the 30 franchise things that have gone along. Yeah. Um, they've, they've tried to um, take back the narrative. Uh, there is a, I haven't watched it yet, but there is a Lego Star Wars holiday special on Disney Plus. Oh that's, my God. Apparently it's pretty good. I could definitely, it's like making fun, it's like a robot chicken kind of thing. Kind, yeah, but obviously That's not as raunchy as robot yeah, chicken. Less raunchy. Disney. So because no Disney, grandpa, yeah, yeah. no grandpa in there. No, no grandpa. No, no grandpa in there. <laughs> I, I must say though, the if you haven't seen them, the robot chicken Star Wars specials. I think there's two of them. This is pre Disney. Uh, they're great. <laughs> That's they're really great. I um yeah. Well, this will maybe at some point I'll come back watch. But I don't know. Are there any other blind, say, there characters? Any blind characters? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. actually had forgotten that there was a blind character in this one. I when I read the thing, I looked it up. That's how I got the interview. And I'm like, oh right, yes, I remember him. But I had 
erased everybody because they all die. <laughs> I, I've had this in my back pocket for a long time. And every so often I bring it up and I'm like, oh, Sky, we should do Rogue One. And then we just end up doing something else. Yeah, but this was, it worked out great because you have so, even if you only saw Rogue One in the theater, Mom, you have a lot of Star Wars enthusiasm to make up for my complete lack of Star Wars knowledge or enthusiasm. I saw every single Star Wars movie the day it hit the theaters, even the ones that I hated. <laughs> I saw them all Isn't once. Isn't that a Simpsons joke where the comic book guy is like going to see one of the Clone Wars was and he's like, he's like, this was the worst movie ever. I've seen it like three times. Big guy is going this was the sit. worst movie ever and I've seen it three times. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, that oh, I mean, the, I, just the audacity of the Clone Wars. I mean, it's, it is, tw- the first 20 minutes is, are these really horrible Asian stereotype aliens talking about the trade confederacy and I just could feel oh, my myself that? slowly Sounds slipping so away. Boring. It is so boring. It's so boring. I, and, it does and, sound really great. And I'm not it's I, so bad. Oh you you'll love it Sky. You'll you'll absolutely adore it. And I'm not <laughs> saying that like the Star Wars has to be action, action, action. Like I love character development. I love I love you know, I love everything, but I'm just like... Whoever thought that was entertaining. It's not. It's not. And it's so bad. Oh, I mean, I don't know. There was, it's been pretty entertaining watching the trade wars in our country. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe you would enjoy <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, you'd probably enjoy it. <laughs> Honestly. Well, I tell you, when I was 16, I saw Star Wars. If I saw that at 16... I wouldn't have understood any of it, and I would have just fallen asleep during it. <laughs> well, that is what happened when I was however old and saw like the second of the that of the pre prequel yeah. trilogy. Um, but yeah, I mean, okay, we have a movie with a blind character. Um, I know it, he is not the most. Uh, screen time of any Star Wars character, the most well known. But what um, but the screen like that, and I think that's a credit to 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 um, uh, Donnie Young and the director because every single time he's on the screen, it's worth it. Yeah, he, I would have loved if he was like a character in a TV show. Oh, definitely. Like that would have been oh so good like I liked his you know what was so funny this movie was weirdly I kept having random flashes to quest for Camelot oh god no (laughs) because it's also about a girl who gets abandoned and her parents like die weirdly at the beginning of the movie and then she's like going off on her own and finds like a magical blind person who accompanies her and like you're completely right. Oh my god! And then there's like a round table that they're all oh, meeting at no. and trying to figure it out. And it's like oh, weird, like no. a lot of things like Quest for Camelot. Oh my god! Also, it's interesting too because we just uh, no Conrad songs, and I, though, didn't no songs. Camelot? No, there were no, yes, but there was did. some pretty. I mean, some of the songs in this movie apparently made it to the top of the charts. But no, the original that was in '77. Not now. I not said any of these. no. I'm saying well, but we heard Darth Vader's theme. <laughs> yes, that's true. No, the Miko did a version of the Cantina. Oh, song. nice. And that got a lot of airplay. And then they had like a four minute or something of the Star Wars thing. And both of them were like number one. Nope, that's the Imperial March. Yep. So Star yeah. Wars go is the one that goes... 
Okay, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I just hear those notes in my brain. Yep, yep. It just explode. Yep. That's, that's why I was so looking forward to the opening crawl and then it didn't happen. I was kinda like, Oh yeah. I feel a little cheated. But then the, oh, the, the yes, end... Star Tours is what I think of when I think of that. In Disneyland. <laughs> Star Tours is great. Yes. Yeah, but anyway. <laughs> Blind character. Blind guy. Blind guy. He was Blind awesome. Guy. Yes. He was. I liked him. Yeah. Absolutely. I I thought that, um, yeah, it would have just, I, yeah, it really would have been nice to have more of him. Yeah. Like, sure. Sure. He doesn't, like, because we have a few... We have a few other, like, kind of threads of other people on the crew, and, like, we have to develop entirely and then kill off every single right. character. So, like, so there's and just so much you have to do in that this movie. Everybody had to have a noble death. Right. right. Every so single right. character. Which was, like, that was just kind of, like, I was, like, how... M- I, they took, like, probably four days to, like, figure out just how they were going to get every character they wanted to set up to, like, have some important... They were like, how can there be that many things that need to get done and also kill you? Like, at that, I was just like, the, the climax was so distracting because I was just like, what? That's just... Oh, my God. It must have taken so much work to do that. Yes. Yes. Uh, ab- yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'm, I'm not going to lie. Uh, the, the clim- For me, the, the climax is great. Like, there are parts that I love. Um, but I, I kind of sort of this time felt myself checking out just just, just on the tiniest I bit. I checked out a decent amount. I mean, it definitely had that feeling of, like, action. The, the blind person gets bored by action kind of vibes that we were talking about before recording. We were talking about the Suicide Squad and how we were both like, yeah, it was good. All the action was like also had quippy dialogue, so it wasn't right. boring. And like this doesn't really have that. It's like a lot of things that are happening visually. And even though we do have really great audio descriptions, there's still only so much of like someone describing people fighting. That's like mm-hmm. it just gets really boring if it's not broken up with some like actual character stuff and I mean, humor I think, or something. Yeah, I mean. And I think uh, Cherit got the coolest death out of out of everybody's. Honestly, though, I mean, because you know, he's just yeah, the force is with me. I'm one with the force. And then he pulls the switch, and then he's like, yeah, <sighs> yeah. It is like, why didn't he do that on the way back? Because he just like he's he a done hero. It. I don't know. He he was the hero, so he didn't need to do it anymore. It didn't right. make any yeah, sense. Yeah, that doesn't right. make sense because humans have like a real thing programmed in their brain that they don't want to die. <laughs> And like when you could just say something to not die, your brain will be like, "Do that!" <laughs> like, but everybody had to die, right. so you had to come up with a way. Right? Had to See, die that's nobly. the problem. Is everyone had to have a job? Right. So like we had like the person who's who set up the router, and then we had the other person <laughs> who was like at Comcast who was like flipping the <laughs> switch, <Comcast>. and then <laughs> we had like the person who had the gates to like who was manning the doors to the archive, right. and yep. then we had right. two different people at the archive, which what? I guess neither of them die until the very end. They, well, they're they're it's. Diego Luna and and Felicity Jones and they, our main they're characters. the uh, our main characters and they're the last ones to go and they don't mm-hmm. actually really die in a noble way they just die still being on a place that's getting like basically nuclear bomb well, okay right? but here's 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 the one thing I like about about that though I don't obviously I don't like that they died or, or anything but I do like this that this movie does not focus at all uh, on romantic romantic yeah. at all like everybody is it's the crew and they all have platonic relationships because they could have easily. Well, they you kept, you know, them up. You kept, you kept for them for to it. kiss or something, yeah. and they don't. And they they hug at the end, and they're just 
they're friends, they're comrades in arms. And, and they're they have, about to die. They're about to die and they've accepted well, they it. they also kind of had some sexual tension. Them and then, like, our blind The church only church. people in this movie who have any sexual tension are, are Jared and Baze. I just wanted... <laughs> That's it. I really just wanted Diego Luna no, to have Alan some Chudiak sexual tension. Oh. With, um, with, with, what's his name? Diego Luna. I See, I can't... For the life of me, I'm like, what was Diego Luna's name? Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, but okay, yes, I'll I'll give you that. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of there's sexual tension. There's a lot of sexual tension. There. Which is there's great. a lot I of love that. It. I can't do it. So jealous. Just the best. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and R two and three PO have to make a cameo. Yes, their little cameo. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Which at least that one felt more real than goddamn Leia or Peter Cushing. Yeah, Peter I, Cushing freaked. Well, they're I, robots. His no, face. No. I just didn't like looking at his face very, at very, all. Very. I don't... Yeah. See, for you, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I knew Peter Cushing when Star Wars came out. It had Alec Guinness and Peter Cushing in it. Mm-hmm. That was... It was not, oh, Star Wars, here's these guys. It was, oh, look, there's Alec Guinness and Peter Cushing <laughs> yeah. are in this movie. So so meaningless to me, but yeah. Yeah. Um, what? Okay. So also I have a question. What was Bodhi's character? <laughs> I kind of lost track of him. Oh, so he was, and I was like, I love Bodhi. Why do I love Bodhi so much? Bodhi's played by Riz Ahmed. And I was like, oh, that's why I yeah, love Bodhi awesome. so much. He's amazing. So he was the pilot that defected from the Empire and got... Yeah, I uh, loved him. Yeah. And he's one of my favorites. Yes. And he started this whole thing because he got, he was trying to get the message to the rebels, basically. Right. And, um, and then So he, he... got the message. Um, they knew he was coming. And mm-hmm. then when her stepdad, <laughs> I don't remember names. I'm terrible. Saul, I, I think. I, I, I want to call him Saul. Sometimes I heard Saw. Sometimes I yeah, heard So. Forrest Whitaker's character. Yeah. When he um, finds him, he thinks it's all a lie. So he has him attacked by that octopi mm-hmm. thing, um, oh, which is, okay. makes that's him a little crazy because yep. that's what it's supposed to do, but not enough well, that he forgets me. what's going on. Mm-hmm. I think partly because he was telling the truth. Well, I kept being like, is he enightened now? Because it confused me the same as Bodhi. I thought it's some sort of like <laughs> I feel Buddhist, like, like. I, yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. I feel like he was safer because he was telling the truth. Because if he, if he had lied, I think that would have like eaten his brain or something. But, right. but he was telling the truth. And I feel like it kind of sort of like unlocked his inhibitions in a way because so he it just is was a like, Buddhist thing okay he just was like let's go let's do it like yeah right. yeah and he was like because he still Bodhisattva to... kind of you know lost the forest <laughs> and then like was re I don't know it just was distracting but to he, me he <laughs> still was able to you know pilot um the yeah that's what I that's when I kind of lost the, the thread because mm-hmm. I was confused I was like isn't well, there something was... isn't he what is going on with his brain then because it seemed like it was supposed to be like debilitating thing and then he just right. seems to not have to be, lost any information it looked like it was like he was gone for a little bit but then they kind of are like no you're coming with us and they pulled him enough that it just sort of came back and 
I don't know. He it went through I mean, this point no, and then I, became enlightened. <laughs> I mean, he. everyone on the crew is wearing a full set of plot armor until the end, basically. <laughs> but And then uh, it's so. just like completely stolen away from them very suddenly. And they're, mm-hmm. they're all dead now. <laughs> Everybody has to die, but they have yep, to die yep. nobly. Sure, nobly. Yep. Nobly. It was definitely, mm-hmm. yeah, there's definitely a feeling of like, especially the fact that it's sandwiched in between content that entirely exists already and that you cannot change it anyway. Right. Like it made it seem kind of weird and like you were just pulling the strings and you needed to get characters that wouldn't have anything to do. Mm-hmm. Like you right. you needed the characters that actually existed in the world to have brief cameos or like right. not be super central. Well, and, and this was the first like a Star Wars story type of movie. So there's, so, you know, there's people I who thought are, it was the only thinking, one. Are there any other ones? I mean, Solo, Solo, is, Solo is also a Star Wars yeah. story. Yeah. Oh, really? So, okay, yeah. sorry. So this, <laughs> this could have felt, you know, to a lot of people like a cash grab. And I'm sure for some people it did. Uh, but I think for a cash grab, it's... They spent time on this. Yeah. Like it's it's truly it's not a bad movie. I mean, movie. Marvel I, has I like changed it. how much you could just throw around just random characters and stories and just part of the cinematic universe. Well, but that's okay. Yes, but that's 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 also like comic book logic. Like you can do whatever oh, yeah. the hell you want. People yeah. die and come back. People go to other dimensions. There's multiverses. I mean, yeah. And and I'm and I'm not saying you couldn't do anything in, like that in the Star Wars universe, but for everything that's happened. It's very straightforward. Like you can plot X, Y, Z. This happens, and then this happens, and then this happens, and then you look at the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's and all over I don't want to talk about. It. Yeah, <laughs> that so makes much. sense. That it's a little bit more continuous. So there's a through line. There's a little in, in yeah. the Star Wars universe. And this movie did definitely feel like, oh, why is there a thing in the like that you can just destroy the Death Star with a little, you know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, back to war it was thing. Kind of cool that they gave us a reason for yeah. that particular plot yeah. hole. You know, I the mm-hmm. thing that confused me too was it seemed like that at the end they were using the <laughs> the the uh, weakness to. They were like, okay, right now we're going to go do this now. And I was like, what? I'm sure that happens in the movies. I don't understand. They were not doing it then. Okay. Because Luke Skywalker is the one who gets to do it. Right, I know. I was like, if this is, I was like, this doesn't make any sense. I know it's like in the original movie. It's in the first movie. Yeah, in the Because then they have to rebuild the Death Star for no good reason. This is why I am such a big fan of the first first movie because <laughs> then they go and they rebuild it and then then the big bad thing is yes. the not quite built death star 2 <laughs> death star 2 <laughs> we, we couldn't come up with a better name so we're just calling it death star 2 i love that and then so in, much. in 789 it becomes star killer base but it's just the death star it's like you guys it didn't work the first time okay yeah. great try it again didn't work the second time Okay. Third time. We're going to do this. Really? We're going to do it again? This is, it's like, I just imagine like a room of, you know, Imperial soldiers and they're like the idea guys, right? They're like, you know what would be a great idea? Let's do it again, but But bigger. bigger. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, it's kind of weird too that there's like, you would think an empire like that would fall eventually, right? Like, I was like, they're supposed to be Nazis, right? Like, the the Nazis should fall. And like the stormtroopers mm-hmm. probably doesn't have anything to do with Nazis. That's the other thing that's really sad is all this time goes by and the rebels don't seem to be any. They keep getting a foothold and then all of a sudden 
Nope, the rebels are yeah. Down there's and a yeah, futility about yeah. everything, and like it's interesting because it's like takes so many very specific allegories with it. It doesn't cover up in any way, but just like uses like stormtroopers, Bodhi. I, I I brought that I brought that point up with a friend. Like the rebels just have to keep fighting, and my friend was like, "Well, it's it's called Star Wars. It's not it's not called." Peace talks. It's called Star well, yeah, but Wars. Really, wars is all of history as well. Like so, it's but there's like a feeling of like, why is it these two groups? Like both of those groups would evaporate within a decade or two. Like those are not stable like things. Like they're both extremely unstable political movements. Well, the rebels you would think that they would just burn out brighter at some point. But well, like, but they, but they, they kind of. I'm not going to say change. They evolve. I mean, the rebels become the new. Re- I think it's the new republic. republic. Yeah, okay. the new republic, and the the empire becomes the first order, which is where right. we're at now. Wait, so the first order is is what's going on in the the verse these days. Mm-hmm. But what does it mean? It means that they're just calling themselves something. So they right. just have right. different names. It's, it's the it's the Empire <laughs> 2.0, and yeah. they big they build bigger Death Stars. Right, they build bigger Death okay. Stars, and they. <laughs> Changed their costumes a little bit. Yes, they did change their costumes. Did they a bit. colonize and they're not clones. more planets? They were or? clones in Star Wars, but mm-hmm. I guess they're not clones. No, now. they're because um, that's how we got Finn, right? Because they're 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 people that who are taken and like programmed basically or brainwashed essentially. Okay, but do they like colonize more planets? Like, where is the Empire? As it, where are how many? How much land do they have? What are they? What are they up to? I don't even fully understand. I'm gonna go with yes. Like their goal <laughs> is to rule the galaxy. So yeah. But how are they doing? I mean, obviously they haven't conquered everything. No, they conquer things and then they get you know beaten back a little bit and and then the the rebels all gang together mm-hmm. at the last minute yep. and come in and attack yeah. and it looks like they won and they get awards and things and then they're back not exactly. winning and then they have to do it all over again and it, it's over like a again. will they won't they actually <laughs> that that whole that whole situation reminds me of another reason why i don't i dislike rise of skywalker so much like rogue one um is, is able to, to they actually like did it they actually made that sacrifice because they had to and they chose to tell that story you know in a star wars story a star wars story <laughs> in rise of skywalker we are given multiple instances of character death um chewbacca cp3o and then they just all of a sudden 40 minutes goes by oh it's okay they're back okay cool <laughs> i'm not saying i want to see Chewie and 3po die absolutely not i don't want to I, see them die no never never but i'm like uh, s- please if you, stop faking like if you're not going to do it stop just stop i okay mm. i will tell you something when we're off the air okay. you know and it's too much but gotcha. okay <laughs> um i have something wow. to say <laughs> Wait, is it inappropriate no no, it's just, it, it's, it's you know, we're talking hole. about the other Star Wars. We don't need to be talking about them. We're supposed to be talking about Rogue One. True, true. Yeah, I mean, uh, this, right. it's... I think you're kind of done talking about Rogue One. I think, I think we did it, yeah. Yeah, we've yeah. kind of dipped our toe into an ocean of content yeah. that everyone's way more excited about the ocean than the where the toe is. But also, I don't really have good context for the universe, but... I did, coming into this as a, a Star Wars 
novice. It's I mean like it's kind of cool. There's a lot of deserts. I thought I mean the world building is <laughs> interesting. There's a lot of deserts. It's a lot of yeah, deserts. I mean I think maybe I Tatooine. would love the original uh, trilogy because I'm just like okay. So how did the how does the empire work? Like what are the different la- like how big is empire? You know how what? is the trade between the two of them? You know what? You should write all of those questions down. I'm not joking. You should write all those questions down and pose them to Star Wars Twitter because I I swear to God. People can give you essays on how all of this stuff works. Like I'm, I'm not joking. This is probably something if I started to get a, like slightly more into understanding it. I, I, I bet at a party if I met someone, I would like talk with them for a while, just ask them questions about let's, the universe. Let's talk about the 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 this empire and their mind. and their trade routes in the in the galaxy. Yeah. So if you ever see me at a party uh, and know a whole lot about Star Wars politics and lore uh you can tell me and then i'll ask you a bunch of random questions to try to better understand it um but But did you have fun i think that's the most important thing yeah you you watch these movies because you enjoy them you it's fun to escape it's fun to see all of these different worlds and meet all of these people so yeah i thought it was it was fun i i think like i can definitely i think part of the problem is this is like such an it's such nostalgia content and it's like nostalgia (laughs) for nothing for me you know it's like of just like being just aware of it story. you don't need to know anything no but it's like still i think a lot of the star wars appeals to nostalgia <laughs> because most people see it when unlike me they see it when they are 16 like you know that that is the majority of star wars fans saw it at an impressionable age even if they were seeing movies that had already been in the theaters and like were long out of the theaters that still most people are introduced to it as teenagers i know most of the teenagers I knew when I was a teenager, already knew about Star Wars. I just somehow just just I missed say, that day of class and never really. I, I, I would say most people get introduced to it at, uh, when they're younger. Honestly, maybe than not, teenagers. Yeah, maybe not. Well, super yeah. Young, I mean, that's but... the thing is, you usually are not twenty eight years old and like okay, well maybe you know in the next few years okay, I'll you, start looking into this. You should listen to I think they're it's called Newbies. It's one of Nicole Byers' podcasts. Oh, I love her. And yeah, me too. And the first couple of episodes of that particular podcast are her and a friend watching Star Wars and neither of them have seen it. Oh my god. Oh, it is hysterical. It, okay. It's incredible. Oh, so I need to find another person who's never seen much of a podcast. <laughs> there I, I think they they were going through Lord of the Rings now or they just finished oh, up whatever. with that you, one. I but, know all those. Yeah, but um she loves Lord of the Rings. Yeah, hey, I was always there we go. But yeah, you should you should check it I out. Did it's something right. Very funny. Yeah, I'm sorry. I know. Good I'm job. such a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i i think it's it, it was it was a fun it was a fun watch i i'm it's terrible so with escapist content i can't wait i want to be there for that honestly i think that's i'll just have to come and visit for a week oh so god. i can force yes. you to see oh, them all oh my god yes that's our that's our bonus content right there <laughs> Yeah, I want absolutely. all of your reactions. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. That would be good. Um, well, uh, subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> give us some likes and fan engagement so we can get some bonus content up and running. Uh, <laughs> uh, we should probably rate this, yeah. rate this puppy, though. Um, yeah. Do you... I, should we... Mom, you should get a rating. Um. You should rate the quality of the movie with stars as a sighted person. <laughs> <laughs> with Star Wars. Ah, Star oh, Wars, but Lord. how many? Hey, yeah, how many Star Wars? I mean, how many have there been? There have been uh, too many. Yeah, like 14 or something <laughs> movies, right? Oh, Lord. Mm. 
Well, I definitely rate this above the... Yeah, what do you rate it? Okay, what is in... Yeah, if you were to rank them around, where is it? And what is maybe above and below? Well, I definitely put it above the second trilogy, which is the first trilogy. So Mm -hmm. one through three. Mm -hmm. I definitely put it way above that. Um, My favorite of the movies, we're just guessing. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to love them so much. Oh, God. You know, I I put it up, um, probably put it up above... uh, Wait, I always forget which one... It's Star Wars, Empire, and then Jedi. Yes. Yeah. I think I put it above Jedi. Nice. Okay. So yeah. around what number do you think it is? Mm, I don't know. Just I like the rough new estimate. ones. Mm. Five, six, something okay. around there. Okay. Yeah. So like probably okay. middle, of, middle. Yeah. middle of the road. Definitely better than some, but everybody dies. So <laughs> <laughs> it goes down just because everybody, everybody. dies. That's fair. Nobly, but dead. Yeah. Yeah, well, a noble death is better than a noble life, everyone says in movies, but that's not true. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> uh-huh. It's almost like if you live longer, you can do more noble shit. <laughs> it's actually unfortunate when people have to die nobly. It's not something we want to promote, but like, also, if that happens, you know, it's kind of people to do that when it's their only choice, but still, it's, we would like to prevent that as much as possible. Um, so, yeah, I agree with that. Um, so okay, so that's my rating. That's I, I yes. think that's good, and then we'll 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 bring our blind perspective to the table. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I'll go first. Um, I'm just gonna give it a twenty two hundred. I thought it was I I liked our blind character a lot, and I'm I always focus try to focus really specifically on our blind character, and um, you know I think that he fit really well into the star wars universe as a disabled character like i was saying before and like um yeah i i just i wanted to see more of him so it's like one of those where i'm rating him as a character (laughs) but then i i wish he was like a, a even more central character in the movie um because he also was like, and if he was going to be as non-central as he was, I wish he was in more movies. Because like <laughs> you just don't get a lot of him. But he could work as a, you know, ancillary character. But the fact that he's an ancillary character for one movie and a bunch of movies, well, they have is to do sad. another Star Wars story that mm-hmm. takes place with the two of them. And their relationship, right. and how they got to be yeah. how they met, together, how they yeah. met, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. then Great. guarding the That's crystals. And, yes, yeah, yes. That I would be that so dope. Yeah. I would watch Star Wars the movies just so I could get the context for that. <laughs> okay. I would definitely right. love that. Yeah, so we'll let them know. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, Disney will call. We'll, hey, Disney, our people will call your people. We'll get yeah. something yeah. rolling, and we're like, yeah. it has mm-hmm. to be gay romance. They have to. Yes, they have to be in love. Absolutely. That's non-negotiable. is there is there queer people in the star wars universe so yes not as prominently in the movies i'm not quite as familiar with the cartoons because i've only really watched the clone wars i haven't seen rebels i haven't and i haven't finished watching the bad batch yet but in the books actually is where more of that uh more lgbtq uh, representation has been happening. Um, Bashir, I think his first name is Bashir. I haven't read the Aftermath trilogy in, in quite some time, but he's a, an Imperial defector um, and he's an amazing character and he's LGBTQ. 
cool. cool. And uh, one of the saddest and kind of most beautiful scenes in the book is he's um, the Empire don't like gay people basically because they're the evil Empire. And he's talking about how he had to torture and get information out of uh, another defector. It's awful, but um, let's get. But the books no, are great. It's, our ours is going to be a gay romp with a blonde yes. guy just going around fighting fucking stormtroopers or whatever they do in Star Wars, and, yes, yeah. and like killing stormtroopers and with oh the God. our sight guide fighting. And canes, yeah, big weapons. weapons. Big weapons. Yeah, just huge. Yeah, Yeah. oh, so good. So that ours is going to be a fun romp, and it will no, no, like the let's watch gay people die. Yeah, no, no, (laughs) because they can't even die in that movie because it has to be when they're alive, and it's not going to take place during Rogue One. So they have to survive the whole movie. Yes, yes, to make it make continuity. Me too. Good idea. This is great. So this is my rating and pitch for a movie. Melissa, what are you going to rate it? Oh, I'm I'm sitting pretty honestly at a, at a 2400. Uh, nice. I really loved revisiting this. I it just reminded me of how much I really like this movie and how much I enjoyed it, uh, and really getting to concentrate more on um, on uh, Donnie Yen's character, or Yen, sorry, <laughs> on his character, and learning more uh, about his character's backstory has been really amazing and and super interesting and. Um, K2SO <laughs> also <laughs> just the cast is great and, and it's just so compelling and the fact that it's just one little compact story and it's it's uh, it's done really well so yeah, it's one compact to Star Wars story yep mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's Star Wars story I just every time we have a movie with a subtitle I just repeat the subtitle a million times <laughs> find subtitles very funny <laughs> um it's uh yeah weird uh that I do. Um, then, uh, <laughs> then next week, though yes. we won't have it, mom. Aww, for our next episode, um, but so she won't be able to talk about a classic sky movie, which is a French documentary. Oh yeah! <laughs> now we're now we're getting back into it. It's, it's sorry, it is not French. It is French Canadian. Sorry, it's nice. in French, but it is French Canadian. Um, that. Because I saw that it was in, I watched the trailer and it was in French, and so it's like, oh, it's a French movie. But then I looked it up to say what it was, and it's actually Canadian. Um, so just to clarify, um, but it is called Antoine. Um, it is from two thousand and eight. Um, I think there's a couple movies called that. So it's a little from two thousand eight. That's a uh, Cana- French Canadian documentary about a little blind boy in his life. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I figured that was kind of very similar to the movie we watched this week. (laughs) Completely. (laughs) Um, so yeah, that is what we're watching next week. But this week, uh, we have what, uh, our blind asides are. Mm -hmm. And mom, you get to do a blind aside as well. Cool. So we want to hear what your blind. (laughs) Okay. So I get to go first? Yes. Yes. Go for it. Go for it. So speaking of LBGTQ whatever dyslexias yeah dyslexic people are like queer (laughs) queer um winter and i sky's sister uh just finished watching shira and it is delightful it is very queer friendly (laughs) many queer characters in it and it is just so much fun and i've been thinking about it a lot ever since we finished it um it's 
Shira something else. There's more to the name because it's the new one. But it's all available on Netflix and it's four seasons. It's four or five seasons, but one of the se- two of the seasons are actually one season. Mm-hmm. So I think it's five seasons, okay. but season two and three are actually, you know, each season is 13 episodes, but one six episodes and one seven episodes. So it kind of... Okay. Yeah. But it's, it is delightful and it is much fun and um, animated. Yes. What is the plot? It is... Vaguely. (laughs) Way too hard. It's impossible to say the plot. Um, It is about a girl who finds a sword and then becomes Shira, who is a hero, and her trying to uh, figure out her allegiances because she was uh, raised by the bad guys, and mm, then cool. uh, winds up getting together with the good guys and all the magic and fighting the bad guys who used to be her friends. And so family. there's a lot of it's like and the family. Rogue one, there's a lot of dichotomy <laughs> there. Yes, um, the the. Interesting thing to me about it is that none of the bad guys, in the end, none of the bad guys are really bad. Yeah. Not as much like Rogue And <laughs> that was a really cool thing that they did. So um, you got to know everybody as the show went on. That's, so, that sounds like very fun. It was very cool. It's it's so good. It's one of my uh, become one of my top cartoons in the past couple of years. Yeah, it I is. love it. It was so much fun, and it's a quick watch, mm-hmm. so I highly recommend it. Well, right now Conrad and I are going through Steven, but <gasps> yes, Steven. finally, I know <laughs> Steven. Yes. Oh um, my gosh. Kept being like, yes. you're going to like the show. And he's like, oh, I'm sure we will. And then we were watching, he's like, I like the show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Well, give Shira a, a chance. Dad saw like the first episode or two and was just like, yeah, this is fun, but I don't think I need to see it. So Winter and I just zipped through the entire show. And Dad's wrong. So I'll probably force him to watch it at some point. <laughs> when uh, I was helping Tyler recover from his surgery, he has not also, uh, he hadn't seen She-Ra at the time either. And I was like, cool, well, you have to be on your butt for uh, a couple of weeks, so we're gonna watch all of She-Ra. Uh, and he absolutely adored it. Aww. Yeah, it's and so great. Noel Stevenson created it and she definitely has had something to do with other things. Oh, and one of the people working on it was Chuckles Austin, which is really funny because it's Chuck Austin and Chuck Austin. <laughs> um, because of Chuck Austin, I got to go on a honeymoon. So Aww. how's that for... Because <laughs> he drew two epi- issues of Zot when Dad and I just Aww. got married so that uh, we could go on a honeymoon. That's so oh, funny. that's awesome. So I'm like, oh my that's God, cute. it's Chuck. <laughs> that's very funny. That's so, yeah. Oh, the title that you're looking for is um, She-Ra and the Princesses of Power. That's it. Thank you. Nice. Awesome. Well, uh, maybe I'll, I'll watch it. I'm always watching TV shows on Netflix. You'll get there eventually. Yeah, you got to watch it. It's good. Okay. Um, what my blind side this week is, um, you guys are all going to be mad because I'm just going to do the Portland Escape Room. <laughs> do it! Yay! Yay! Well, I, I wouldn't take that away from you. No. <laughs> um, but this, uh, it's not, yeah, it's not something that you two have experienced. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but we went to the Escape Room. Uh, it, the Portland Escape Rooms is a company that does escape rooms here in Portland. 
as surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, but I had done escape room uh, in an escape room once, singular <laughs> escape room with uh, with you, mom, when we when I visited you in Southern California. But then um, you were here to visit, and so we went to. I was like, we should go to another escape room, and um, anytime. And mm-hmm. we did the the fortune teller room, and when winter winter was like, well us to come my sister um so so melissa came with us um and so i was like oh yeah that'd be fun um and uh yeah it was we just had a blast i don't know i mean like it's something that you guys could equally talk about as me i love the fact that winter wanted melissa to come because she uh does murder mysteries and <laughs> because you do fortune telling yes. you, so like, she figured yeah, you would be an asset and when yeah. sky made some comment about two blind people when she was like oh right i forgot about that <laughs> well that was the best part was that oh we we needed two different hits of both of them even though for the record we had like four-sided people there so um, <laughs> but like the two hits that we got were specifically where to look and also in a place we had already looked to look again because there was more stuff to find there so it was literally just about two, finding items two puzzles in that last room and we combed that last room we absolutely combed it but the thing and is we, we missed two puzzles we solved the puzzles mm-hmm. we just right. didn't, it was just have, we didn't have a place to put the solution in yeah. so it yeah. was just like we needed to find a door that we couldn't find and we needed which to find which was a- really a cane cane height but we just were we just put our canes on the corner of the room because we were like well we're gonna be running around we can't yeah. be holding but if we had the canes we could have gotten so it was a dark room so we really should have gone in with our canes and <laughs> yes. like let's make sure like, we didn't miss anything but you missed the very important part which is we escaped yes we did we did escape with like we had a 10 minutes I think it was only like no, four we had four five. minutes. Yeah. But okay, yeah. yeah, so we we did it, but we but did we it. did spend a decent amount of time. Be like, we're missing something. I don't we're understand missing. what's going on. <laughs> we have the solution to this problem. Where, where, does, it where does it go? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So. It, it was super fun. I it was it was a really uh, really awesome and well designed escape room, and the yeah. puzzles were really fun. They were challenging, but not so challenging that. Uh, like, well, except for that token puzzle, I never ever want to see that puzzle ever, <laughs> ever again. But each, I like each one of us. I felt like each one of us solved a puzzle on our own. Yeah, yeah, which was really awesome. It was really fun. The the hosts for our room were really great. We had a they were <laughs> not awesome. as great experience in LA with the yeah, hosts. No, our hosts have been, been on their phone the whole time. Oh no, no they were in another really? room because they didn't want to get close because of COVID. Oh yes, of course. So they were in another room, but they're big hint was to tell us to go try to solve a problem that A, we'd already solved, mm-hmm. and B, had never been reset, so it was solved when we came in. Oh, but right, then which, we had solved it. Right. Which both escape rooms we did with a similar group and each time Conrad, the one <laughs> white male, walks into a room with both of them and is like, oh, here's a part of the puzzle, and we find out later <laughs> that that needed to get it. He should not have been able to just open it. But every time he just walks in, it's like, oh, I eat this. I eat this. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily know if I'd call that male privilege. I think maybe lucky charm. Well, that's what's so ironic. I mean, it's it's I guess not ironic, but that's so funny <laughs> is that, you, that it is so represent. It's like a metaphor for. He walks for in male the room, privilege. just goes. Eh. <laughs> 
and spits out all the answers. It was very it's funny. Just, but oh, yeah, that's great. But um, but yeah, so that is um, the Portland escape rooms. Is yeah, highly recommended. Name, very awesome. Very yeah, super fun. Um, yeah. and uh, Melissa, what? Right. Uh, last but not fun? least, I have brought you another YouTuber. Uh, yes. Actually, I've been going down lots and lots of YouTube rabbit holes, but. Uh, a lady, a YouTuber who's been catching my eye lately is Sarah Zed. Uh, she's uh, also in Canada, I believe. I was going to say, God, it can't be American. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> not with Zed. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she uh, she does lots of – so I love me a good video essay. Give me, like, an hour and a half, one topic. <clears throat> yeah, yeah I, I love it. <laughs> and uh, she just did a really interesting video about the resurgence of Twilight uh, in the popular culture oh. uh, right now. Because believe it or not, if you didn't know, apparently Twilight is a thing again. Really? 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 I was just Googling long YouTube essays about Twilight yesterday. <laughs> okay, well, I was no, I No, I literally was. Because <laughs> I was like, I was telling Conrad, I was like, there's a lot of Mormon stuff that's in Twilight. Yes, and so, she's Mormon. Right, we were talking about it, but I was like, I bet there's a 30-minute YouTube video about all the Mormon things that I Googled and the first hit was a literally exactly 30-minute YouTube video. <laughs> That's why I like hidden stuff. But well, yeah, anyway. <laughs> you should you really should do yourself a favor and check out Sarah, uh, Sarah Z's video. It's great, uh, and it it all it does cover the Mormon stuff, but it covers everything. Like she starts from the beginning, like Twilight happened, and then this, and da da da, and she goes through the stages of uh, the its cultural lifespan and resurgence because you really can absolutely track it by the numbers. It's really interesting. What is the name of it? The video about Twilight? Uh, I believe it's just um, something like exploring the Twilight, uh, exploring Twilight's resurgence. Okay. Or something. I, I'll send it to you. Okay. So I, I'm wondering yeah. how long. Is it? I'm just oh, it's, if it's, it's, a, it's like an hour and a half. Oh, it's even longer. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to. I mean, yeah, I'm in the market for long form Twilight saga. <laughs> well, she's perfect. Uh, and she's uh, she's really charming and funny. And her videos are, are incredibly well written and researched. That's cool. awesome. It's funny. The first thing I thought is I was like, I bet Melissa will know a good like Twilight <laughs> long YouTube video essay. <laughs> this is very weird. Honestly. I think uh, I think Lindsay Lindsay Ellis my my uh, my other go to video essay uh, YouTuber also has some Twilight stuff. Too. Okay, cool. I, I I mean I knew I just had a hunch. Um, <laughs> well, funny. you know what I did in Alaska? I got uh, drunk with my with my friends and we watched all of them. I've done that before. Oh my classic! God, I've not seen any of them. Oh, I haven't read them. They have either. great soundtracks. But I've listened. One of my favorite pop podcasts is a podcast called worst bestsellers mm. and their very first episode was a twilight episode oh. and or i think it was their first one but every year on their anniversary they do another so they've done all of the books <laughs> and they read they watched the movies as a um extra thing nice. and then nice. they did a whole dungeons and dragons D D twilight uh, oh. game for one of their because like the they ran out of books because oh, they've been around for several I need years to now. hear this oh my there, god it, it's a delightful show I highly mm. recommend it uh, there is I got two in haha nice. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually if you if you really cannot get enough uh, Twilight content in your life uh, Stephanie Meyer uh, finally published Midnight Sun last year I know because I got a copy of it from my mom from the library 
I don't want to read it, but apparently <laughs> she read it, and it was a little hard to get into, but uh, she said she quite enjoyed does it. Does it take place in Alaska? No. This is... <laughs> Where does it take this place? This is a wee... Kind of a retelling, reskinning of the first book from Edward's yep, perspective. This. Okay, because this, this okay. reminds yeah. me yeah. of a story that my dad, when we were in Alaska in the summertime, my dad was looking through pictures. <laughs> I of, told somebody this story yesterday. <laughs> That's so weird. This is very weird. But it, we were looking through pictures of us in Alaska. There's one where we're just standing weirdly in the middle of the day in a parking lot. And it's just like very uneventful. And my dad's like, why do we take like multiple pictures in this position? And then he looked at it. And it's because the time we took them was midnight. <laughs> Oh, and it was still course. daytime. Yes. And so that just made me think of that. Oh, yeah, no. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tourists do it all the time. Yes. Yeah. It's, it was a terrible picture. It it's was a terrible picture. And it's very yeah. boring. Well, it's I'm like sure we should have, cool. we could have had like a watch or something. Like we just did. Right? <laughs> it took us a you long just... time to actually figure out what we were because. It's only cool because of the geotags, I guess. Yeah, I don't think something. there was one. I don't think there was that. Well, the yet. metadata. Right. No, was, the metadata no, probably said it was ours. I think it was a real camera oh because this was before remember you got your iphone on that trip uh no it was afterwards but the but i well i mean maybe but i you got your that iPhone a digital after, camera probably is metadata maybe but you got your iphone after that um, no i know i i am the one who remembers how time works but <laughs> i just i just think the digital camera that's not an iphone still is metadata that's okay, all i'm you're saying right, it might. <laughs> But I, I think it was just a <laughs> final realization that, oh, my God, we were standing out there at midnight. And that's why we have this ridiculous picture right. of us next why to Why would we have even taken sign. the picture if we didn't have the metadata, though? Jeez, I have no least, idea. At least go to Coldfoot. Go to the Arctic Circle and take that picture. Uh, well, we were my in Fairbanks. So, so you were close. Yeah, you were only we were a couple close. miles. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Well, off mic, we'll do some Fairbanks talk, but I think we've <laughs> yeah, tangented exactly. enough. Yes. Uh, okay. But come back next week and you'll hear about Canada. So maybe we'll get some like uh, white horse. <laughs> and the, I don't know. Um, our theme song is by Lucia Fasano. Our YouTube is Citizen White Cane Podcast. Our Twitter is White Cane Pod. If you'd like to, or sorry, our Instagram is Citizen White Cane and so is our Facebook. Our evil Citizen White Cane Pod at gmail.com. If you'd like to leave us a voice message, there's a link in the show notes. Um, what's your Star Wars story? <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's it. That's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> and what other pitches do you have for for one off? Or will you write ours bombs? for us? Yes, yes. please. Will you write if you our know pitch, anyone please. in at uh, <laughs> Disney to? to let them know that we have a a very great pitch. Um, uh, yeah, that's um, or I don't know if there's a weird French documentary about children you want <laughs> us to watch uh, um, <laughs> um, any of those there's a link in the show notes and come back next week um, and we'll we'll see you then I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it bye bye, bye. <laughs>